Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Green Roads. You probably know by now that DNVR is a huge supporter of CBD, and as a consumer, you must find the product that works best for you. Green Roads has hooked us up with some incredible products, and we want to share our experience with you. Green Roads has over 30k five-star reviews. That's 30,000, and you can use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. They're an amazing place, the number one privately held CBD company in the U.S. by market share. They have award-winning products across the board. They were founded and formulated by pharmacists and even have QR codes on all of their packaging, which link to independent lab test results so you know exactly what you're getting every single time and they have a massive selection including oils topicals edibles beverages and more so whatever it is you're looking for green roads has you covered visit them today and remember to use that dnvr20 code to get 20 percent off your entire purchase Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. We'll get to the Avs game in a second. Um, unfortunately, for what feels like far too many times on this podcast, we have to start the show by saying there are things that are far more important than hockey in the world. Uh, obviously the tragedy that happened in Boulder this afternoon is awful. I Something we're all thinking about today. Yeah. Um, felt, felt kind of weird. Um, just like tweeting about hockey and going about our business, you know, but you know, we have a job to do. They had a job to do. Everybody's, you know, still have things that we have to focus on, but it's, um, it sucks, man. Yep. No doubt about it. Um, don't don't love that we have to have these conversations again. It's never fun. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it uh, it feels like it's always hitting too close to home. It's far too regular and of occurrence in my lifetime, unfortunately, but yeah. And, you know, honestly, this is just one of those days where you're reminded that we're all, we're all, we, we are all part of the same community. Yep. You know, that, you know, Boulder, Aurora, Loveland, Highlands Ranch, doesn't matter. You know, we're all, we're all in this together. We're all here together. Um, just don't, don't love that. Yeah, definitely you know, not. I did, I did want to give, uh, just a special shout out to McKinley Wright tonight. Yeah. Uh, his college career ended not the way that he wanted to, but as a, as a young man that represents this community, you know, the Colorado community, the way that, uh, the way that he has throughout his career. You know, it sucks that the Buffs lost, but for as exceptional a person as as he was or as he is, you know, he is he is the best of all of us. And to see him, you know, just continue to to represent the way that he has uh, on a day like this, um, you know, I just thought it was a tough a tough end for his his college career, but it also felt like that's that's the face of everything good about all of us uh, just as a, an exceptional young man and could not be a better representative for Boulder on a day like this. Yep. Agreed. 100%. So obviously, you know, all the people affected by that are the people sending good vibes their way. Definitely thinking about them tonight, but yeah, you know, the Avs did play a hockey game tonight, and it's our job to cover it. So now let's let's transition into talking about stuff that's fake. Yep, exactly. Um, the Avs. I, I'll put it this way: I don't think the Avs brought their A game tonight. No, this was. I want to say like a B minus kind of game, maybe yep. just a B game, where uh, look they they started slowly. Mm-hmm. And the Arizona broadcast was thrilled about it. <laughs> they were so excited when shots on goal were two to two. <laughs> For, like through the first like into the yeah, game. like yeah. it was like halfway through the first, it was like two to two, and they were like, "This is perfect." And then the app scored twice in ninety seconds, and it was like, "Whoop!" <laughs> so much for that. There goes that perfect start. Yep. Uh, because this is this is exactly the firepower that Colorado brings, and what was what was special about tonight, what was great to see about tonight, is this wasn't about the top line. If you look back at the Minnesota destruction, it was about the top line. It started with McKinnon and company at the very top, and it trickled down from there. This was a team effort. This was a good all around team win. And I just thought that, you know, obviously we've been talking a lot about, hey, the bottom six has to start to produce. These guys have got to start to get on the board. These guys have got to figure it out. Belmar beats a goaltender for the first time all season, beats a goaltender. Yep. And on a great play, Comfer 
Comfort and, and Calvert on the cycle, hard work, just outworking another team. And Belmar beats, you know, Belmar beats Anti Ranta. It's one nothing with a missile of his shot. I mean, that thing was in and out of the net so fast that it was like, oh my God, did he shoot high again? Did that go out of play? What yep. just happened? Yep. And it was a goal. It was a great goal. Yeah, I just 30. really, really awesome. Um, it was really awesome to see. And then Miko rants it in just basically with a singular effort. I mean, just rolls down, just rolls on down and scores. And it was just so ho-hum about it. Rips it top corner. That easy. I mean, uh, we joke, like, will Jost ever score a goal again? You know, he scored last game. Yep. He had a goal. Literally one game ago. Yeah. <laughs> just the one game ago, just two short days ago, <laughs> he scored a goal. And it was an important goal. That was the goal that put them up 3 nothing, and really kind of put the game shut on it ice, down. basically. Yeah. I think it was actually the 4 nothing goal. Not as on ice then, but still. Uh, but it was the one where it was like, because, you know, 3 nothing, you can still kind of build it. Yep. But when you when you get to the fourth one, it's like, all right, you're done. Yeah, I I do want to talk about Jost a little bit more, but yeah. I want to stick with that fourth line first for a little bit. Um, you already mentioned the Belmar goal. I mean, a depth goal like the one they give you to start this game is just so incredibly huge because of yep. what we had already talked about. The top line before the Miko snipe had looked pretty darn dysfunctional in the first 10 minutes of this game, or at very least Arizona was smothering them. However you want to put it, you get your fourth line had been dominant up to that point as well. In the first period, by far the Avs best line up to that goal. This is how you win hockey games is by having multiple options on any given night. When those dudes can come down and be a threat to score, you don't, miss as much when your top line takes a little bit to get the engine started. So, yeah. <laughs> the Avs have been rolling. This is their seventh win in a row. But this one was done in a different fashion than a lot of the ones previous to this, where it wasn't just a complete shelling when it came to the shots on goal, when it wasn't just the top two lines going off. The Avs got this one done as a team, top to bottom, in a way that... <laughs> look, they look pretty darn tough to beat right now. Well, you need to win games like this, too. Yep. Uh, because you need you need to find different ways to win. If there was If there was one thing that I was a little nervous about coming into this, in, into tonight, and really into this two-game set... It's just the emotional letdown that is inevitable. You know, you can't run at this high of a frequency, game to game to game to game to game. Like, you're going to have a day where you just roll into things and it's, it just doesn't go as well for you. Now, that's why you have, you know, <laughs> this is why you have four lines and you have three D pairs. You know, you've got 18 skaters every night where it's like, okay, well, if these guys aren't having a good night, somebody else needs to. And tonight, it was arguably their best. Their two best lines were their bottom two lines. Lines three and four really, you know, the, the fourth line got them on the board first. And, and the third line that helped them seal the game. Well, and the third line slammed the door shut, but they were also 
dominant possession wise when the first line was just kind of struggling along and the second line actually got beat up a little bit in in shot share tonight they were negative i mean nazim kadri at 5v5 tonight was out there for five shots on goal for the abs and 15 against like that second line that second line got beat up now their goal was great It, it shows you again that kind of production but that bottom, that bottom six is really what did the work tonight, because the top six, the top six for the first time in forever against Arizona was mortal, and the bottom six essentially won them this game. Yep, agreed, one hundred percent. I mean, it had three of the five goals, and you can discount goals four and five, and like, it's totally fair. They didn't need goals four and five to win the game, but. With the way that they, with the way that that third line had played, for them to sneak out two goals at the very end of the game was just a little bit of sports karma. Yeah, definitely well deserved, to say the least. I mean, look at how they spread the minutes tonight. Not a single forward under eleven minutes for the Evs on mm-hmm. the night. Not a single forward over. Uh, Landis God played. I guess McKinnon played nineteen oh seven. The only forward with more than nineteen minutes. Yeah. On the ice, when you have that. And the low playing. of 11-11, so make a wish yep. because Matt Calvert pulled the trick. There you go. He managed it. I mean, that's uh, balance. Yeah, right. And Especially when, guess what? You know you have to play tomorrow night, and the schedule is every other day for the rest of eternity. The more games that look like that, the more fresh everybody in the lineup stays. Yeah, definitely. It's a great point because you look at how hard Arizona pushed at the end of the game how much they were trying to lean on some of their top guys to try and get them there. I mean, you wonder, you wonder what fatigue is like uh, in the second night like that. Although their minute disparity is also abnormally low. Their forward time on ice doesn't even actually make any sense. Yeah. It's really, really low across the entire team. So, I don't know if something weird's going on there or what, but yeah. Uh, anyway, I would be curious to see ultimately if those ended up being if that ended up being accurate, just because it's a lot of it's a lot of guys in sixteen minutes. We we do have Evan Rowell in the back here, who we can bring on to to talk about the locker room on honestly what felt like a pretty ho hum win for the Avs, just going to yeah. work. Was that the vibe, Evan? Yeah, I mean, they did kind of get asked, you know, are you guys, you know, what is this, seven straight wins now? Just are you guys feeling, you know, what's the vibe in the locker room? And I think Belmar just said controlled. Like, I think there's a balance of fun while also, you know, we got to go to work. You know, this is what we're supposed to do night in, night out. And, you know, I think they all acknowledged that they didn't have a good start and that the fourth line kind of got them going. And that's really all it took, you know, this, it, the entire first period, I felt like, oh, Arizona was a better team. And then I looked up, they had four shots on goal. So it was like, okay, well, as long as the Avs get a little bit something going, then they're fine. But yeah, that's kind of the vibe is that everyone's just, this. they're going to work and they're in, they're in a groove right now and they're just kind of enjoying things. And I think this is you know, the players aren't practicing. They're probably just loving this they're every other night or every night, yeah. three out of four nights, they're playing games yeah. and just able to stay in like a complete rhythm right now. 
this, it was one thing that we talked about at the beginning of the year that if you get into a losing rut, it was going to be really hard to pull out of it because you, you can't escape the game for a couple of days. And if you get into a winning rhythm, it's a lot easier to keep it going because you're just humming right along. You just keep on going. Mm-hmm. The Avs have been playing, uh, I checked the other day, the Avs have been playing every other day since the 20th. So they have a full month now of playing every other day, and they have seven more weeks of this. No stopping. Yeah. I mean, they they obviously will come down from the level that they're at right now. But a game like this was encouraging because they did come down from that level. It wasn't 50 shots on goal. You know, they gave up 25, not 14. It wasn't a, it wasn't a crazy dominant effort. But it was it was clear who the better team was. It was very workmanlike, and it just wasn't ever really in doubt. They got up two nothing, and Arizona, the Arizona's only pushback happened in the third period of a three nothing game with four minutes to go when they scored one goal on a power play, and then had one shift where they got a shot on goal, and then they pulled their goaltender and got scored on, and it was never in doubt again. It just wasn't a. It just wasn't that competitive of a game. Whenever I watch Arizona, I just sit there and I go, "How does this team ever score? Because <laughs> they don't have much of anything." Like, yeah, it's just. And I, I think it was brought up after the game, but I, I don't think. What Gruber hasn't given up an even string goal in what four games now? Like, it's been a, dude, it's been a while. The Minnesota game, they gave up a goal as a power play. Tonight was a power play. Like the Az are just not giving up anything at even strength. So and, yeah. Sorry. I, no. I, I, it, it it's it's a lot of like as much as we want to say, obviously Grubauer is back there making big saves, but I mean mm-hmm. the defense is just not giving up anything. Well, I think yeah. I think we saw a little bit of how Arizona scores in the third period and why teams that play this counterattacking style at five on five, it just doesn't work against Colorado because Anytime the other team against the Avs is trying to get an odd man rush, you have a guy like Devon Taves who just turns on his rocket skates and gets yeah. back and breaks up the play. You have the forwards full bought in, skating back hard to break up plays, and the odd man rushes just aren't there for the other team. Yeah. So it's tough against the Avs. <laughs> I sure. mean, Clayton Keller, arguably one of their three best offensive players. Uh, had had a clear path to to a, yeah. a grade A scoring chance tonight and didn't even do a shot on goal. He finished he finished with one shot on goal. Nick Schmaltz finished with one shot on goal. Now Connor Garland had three, but he basically got his lunch money stolen all game long. Every time he touched the puck, that guy was just getting beat up. So I mean, their their top offensive guys just they have not shown any ability to hang with Colorado, and like this isn't this this is no longer like like three or four games here. They had the five game playoff series, and then they had they they have this year where their only their only loss to them was a three two loss in Denver, where. The Avs outshot Arizona three to one, and all three goals went off Avs players. That's it. That's all they've got. Like it's these guys. 
for whatever reason, the, the abs just absolutely own this matchup. <laughs> AJ, would you say that uh, Arizona are underdogs in this matchup? I don't want to answer. <laughs> All right. That's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, okay. I'm afraid of where we're going. I'll t- I'll, let's talk about another underdog. Oral Roberts has made it to the Sweet 16. Oh, no. The Oral <laughs> Underdogs. All right. And, and chat, I'm looking in chat here. I'm not going to name any names, but I see a lot of Oral Underdogs in chat. All right. <laughs> if you want to up your game, if you want to up your game when it comes to this, all right, you need the right tools to get out of the Oral Underdog status. So, to take care of your bones, head on over to Green Mountain Dental Group, the best damn family dentist in the business. You need to get your mouth, your oral area taken care of, (laughs) get things done, make sure your teeth are clean, get a cleaning x-ray hand exam, go on over there. Green Mountain Dental Group will take care of you. Tons of us have gone over there from the DNVR family to get their teeth taken care of from Green Mountain Dental Group. And they'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule that cleaning x-ray and exam. So, yeah, go visit them. <laughs> Appreciate all of you. Had to do it. Everyone Had just got bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do it to you at least once. You know, You know I can't make it that easy on all of y'all guys. Of course, we are also sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR and... They have a seltzer as well, which are delicious. You can get the beer down at the DNVR bar. There's one of the apple pear seltzers. It's so good. I think this one's my favorite. It's it's a green apple Jolly Rancher. That's what it tastes like. All right. It is. Just it's candy in a drink, but also alcoholic. So jump on it. Go try them today. They're amazing. Highly recommend it. Check out the Breck Beer Locator online to find some near you course you can also sign up for a dnvr membership while you're at it as well that gets you the member beer down at the dnvr bar of course access to all of our amazing content as well check out evan's grades aj's post game stuff check out all my video content as well so highly recommend that if you get the annual subscription you also get a free shirt which i'm just saying abs have been dropping some pretty cool shirts lately so the av shirts are pretty sick right now if you're thinking about it <laughs> it's true uh all right, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Evan, AJ, let's talk about the king of the game. DraftKings, king of the game, in fact. Tyson Jost, two assists on the night, looking fresh. <laughs> Gets five shots on goal, has three hits, also slapped a man in the back of the head. Uh, <laughs> probably deserved an empty net goal tonight as well. He, the shot was going wide. <laughs> Doesn't mean he didn't deserve it. <laughs> okay, well, fair After enough. After he missed the net, what he, I guess he did get deflected. Two seconds before that, too. Yeah, the defenseman got a piece of it, and it just goes wide. It's fun when we get to put a king of the game that isn't like McKinnon, Rantanen, or Grubauer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Kadri is in there a little bit, too, but that's about it. 
You could have easily made a case for Philip Grubauer tonight, but the points yep. at the very end, again, that that third line was dominant tonight. It was their it was their best line on the ice as they were creating scoring chances, they were suppressing. They did everything right tonight. It was yep. a very very good night for them and they ended up with some production at the end. So maybe maybe you don't like um you know, us giving a king of the game to a guy that got points on the fourth and fifth goals in the last couple minutes, but it's mostly that bonk That's on just... the head. <laughs> Mr. Castillo, if you want to get a DNVR membership, just head on over to the DNVR.com where you can sign up for an account and membership. Uh, very easy to do. I believe the monthly sub- subscription is like the first month is like 50 cents or something insanely cheap. So if you haven't signed up yet, at very least, go get that thing. It's worth the price. Um, yeah. <laughs> that slap was... <laughs> it was more the Arizona guy's reaction. He's just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> his helmet, helmet went over his face and everything. But um, I know it's like a meaningless goal, but I love the, the final goal because that line was really vibing. Like, when was the last time you saw Joe's make a pass like that? Like... When was the last time you saw Colorado's third line have 12 shots on goal? Yeah. And, you know, he didn't get a point, but I did love Byram holding onto the puck and getting involved a little bit offensively right before the goal, too. So hopefully that gets him going. But, yeah, the the third line was awesome tonight. You know, before I joined, I heard AJ saying the bottom two lines really set the pace. And that was the case because – Outside of the pretty goal, I thought the top line was kind of garbage. Um, it was, yeah. dude. They looked so disjointed, like they never and Landeskog were just all over the freaking. Pre- oh and even God. in the third period, even Rantanen was just ran right into McKinnon on on the play he does all the time, where he cuts across the middle and shoots it. Yeah, just don't drop it, dude. Just shoot yeah. it. Just shoot <laughs> it. You, the, you're cutting across to score. You're cutting across to to get the goalie moving and to get the defense to open up and give you a shooting like that's why you're doing this yep. you've done it before it's worked before this is a thing that you do it's fine why are what are you doing getting so cute and then like falls down at the line and then it's just like well you know you probably deserve to give up a goal against right there to teach you to stop doing dumb shit but this is the life that they're living right now they make a mistake it goes against them they get away with it like as much as we've talked about how they've they've had bad luck, the the bad luck was just kicking their ass for a while, and that's done, man. They're getting they're getting the breaks now. This isn't bad luck. Grubauer stops it, stops the breakaway. Like that's your goaltender just doing his job. But I I do think that um, they're living large right now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, since everyone. Uh... Seems to love it so much. Let's play. Let's play a little game here. <laughs> what's going through Joe's head right now at this very moment in the hockey game? What's he thinking right there? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> you can like, you'll see. He even starts to like giggle. You can see him smiling as he pulls away. He's like, "I just whacked that dude in the head. <laughs> like, I slapped the man." <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure the the Captain Morgan pose on the bench was a little <laughs> a little odd. I'm what? using that for my thumbnail for it, tonight's video, just so you know. 
Jordan Osterley gets destroyed. Like something happens to him every game against the Avs. Like whether it's McKinnon running him over or he just gets bitch slapped in the back of the head. By Tyson Jost. Yeah. Like what? Like the most like if you were gonna make a list of likeliest Avs bitch slappers, <laughs> how far down is Jost on that list? Isn't he what is he? He's like fifteenth or something, right? Like it's pretty far down there. Uh <laughs> It's not, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy, even though they were kind of meaningless. I'm happy to see that that line's starting to get rewarded a little bit offensively because they are starting to develop uh, an identity. I would say, yeah. just being tenacious on the forecheck, like Jost and Nachushkin together are just kind of a massacre, like for defensemen to deal with. It. And then Donsko is just there, kind of like he's just vibing. Every other shot goes in the net, so. <laughs> He's I just mean, he's life is because, good for him right now. Like those are see it's it's smart lineup construction because it's two guys who seem to be always like the coolers of every room, right? And you have a guy that's just on a perpetual hot streak all the time. Pucks are just going off of him all the time. He's always on a heater, and he, so now he's starting to warm those two up and bring up oh, ice a little bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so. We haven't talked about the defense, the actual defensive players, too much in this game. Any any particular standouts for you guys, or was it just kind of a taking care of business night back there too? Didn't like Sam Gerard very much. Uh, I didn't like him with the puck. I really liked him defensively, but I did not like him basically from center line on. I didn't like anything that he did offensively. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Kill McCarn, dude, <laughs> buddy, you can't you can't miss the net over and over and over and over and over on a power play. Yeah, like, you just can't do it, man. That second power play where he like ended up firing three shots into row in a row into shins is like, am I watching Eric Johnson? Oh, a lot dude, it? it was so frustrating. I was just like, oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. The- I feel like if they played a a more talented team, this game could have been a lot more trouble because just the breakouts weren't very clean for a good portion of the game. Uh, I thought Graves struggled. I, the third pair seemed to spend a lot of time chasing in their own end, uh, and they got stuck out there a good bit in the second period. But it's kind of funny. Like Jacob McDonald just keeps looking good. Like he he always pinches at the offensive blue line, but it never bites him. I've, if know, it keeps I, working, don't stop. Like, I yes, mean, Eventually, I, you have to think it's going to bite him, but, like, it hasn't. And he looks pretty good every night. And, obviously, you know, I see McDonald over Timmons at this point. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, there's no way. There's a change there. In, yeah. Yeah. Honest, honestly, I was checking the AHL transaction wire to see if Timmons is going to get sent down when he gets back. But, um yeah, I, I like McDonald. Uh, I think the top pair actually kind of struggled for a good chunk of the game. Uh, but, yeah, that, like I said, I do think if they played a more talented team, this game could have yeah. been a little bit more trouble, but they weren't. I so mean, they were able to get away I with think, it. I think this is a, that's a great point because we haven't seen Colorado, like, we've just watched them, like, bulldoze teams for the last week, week and a half. Even when they lost those couple of games – they were thoroughly outplaying them to the point where it was like, 
they're just shitting on teams right now. Like they're, they're, I mean, when you have a shot differential, like we, we've seen it so many times, but like you don't get accustomed to an NHL team going like plus 25 or something on shot differential. It's just, it's not a thing that happens in the league on a regular basis. Nobody does it. Yeah. You just don't house other NHL teams like that night in and night out. And so this game, they finally come out and it's like, okay, they're not playing up to their potential. They're not playing their best game. And this was still a relatively easy win because their talent got them across the finish line. We saw the talent come up. Like the ranted in was not good tonight. He makes the one great play. He makes a great shot. That's the goal. You know, the Matt Calvert with the great pass and Belmar with the finish. All right, well, 29 games of Belmar not being able to hit the net, irrelevant. Because he nailed it tonight. Like, got them across the finish line. I mean, someone asked about uh, L.O.C. getting back in the lineup. There's no way you touch that fourth line after this game. You can't. Yeah, well, right. And so I talked about this a little bit on Twitter, too, um, in more of a targeted conversation and not, like, just in general. But you have to understand where Bedner's coming from with this, right? Like, JT Comfer has given him what, two and a half years of quality play, of, like, being a solid middle six guy for them. He's produced. He's had big moments. He scored goals in the postseason that were huge for them. The guy has been a good player his entire career, all of which has been under Jared Bettner. Like, Logan O'Connor has what, like, like 27, 28 games played or something like that? Yeah. And, like, while we would all agree – and this is no criticism of Logan O'Connor. He has done everything he needed to do to stay in the lineup. And we all liked what he had to do. And if you look at all of the numbers and all of the metrics, all of it said that the fourth line was damn good with LOC in it. It was. There's no criticism here of Logan O'Connor. This is simply the fact that JT Comfer has been a guy under this coaching staff and for this organization for the last couple of years. Yes, he has absolutely had a slow start to the year. And if he doesn't get it together, he will get pulled from that lineup. But he is—he also deserves the chance to prove that it was just a slow start to the year. He may yeah. not have very much of a leash left because of the combination of his slow start. They're, they're already past the halfway mark now of the season. And LOC's strong start means that they've gotten a lot closer than they started at the beginning of the year. At the start of the season, we wouldn't have even talked about replacing Comfer with LOC. It just wouldn't have been a conversation we would have had. It would have been more Belmar, more Jost, you know, all of those. But instead, we're talking we're talking about Comfer because of how things have started. I'm fine with them giving him an opportunity to say, because look, if Comfer starts to live back up to his potential, He's a significantly better NHL player than Logan O'Connor. Yep. I mean, we just, again, this is no criticism of O'Connor. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So a few things. First, since someone keeps asking, they have not committed to the goalie tomorrow. It, I would expect it to be Johansson. I yeah. don't think they're going to risk Grubauer back-to-back, but they, they have been committed to it. super cagey about this. Yeah. It's- since they acquired we'll him. talk I, about it in the third period a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. But two, I mean, 
the injury obviously was one thing. They they were able to get Comfort out of the lineup when he was really struggling. But the one thing I think we've talked about it before, Comfort is a better winger than he is a center. And now this swap with Jost at center, Comfort at wing, maybe this is kind of the best thing to go move forward with because now you get Comfort in a position where I feel like he's probably in a better position to succeed. Um, and yeah, like, you know, I posted on the other day, you know, I understand. You know, I think LOC deserved to stay in the lineup, but the reality is, you know, Confer's making three and a half million. You gotta like give him a chance and he's been doing this for a few years. I understand where they're coming from, where they you know, he's had a slow start to the year, but now the pressure's on him mm-hmm. to perform because you know, they got LOC back there, but you know, they're gonna give him every chance. And, you know, I wonder at what point now we hit where the Avs start to get to that plan where they're like, okay, you know, at the start of the year, we wanted to get other guys into the lineup to rest some people. And because of injuries, they just haven't been able to do that. So you just wonder at what point, you know, assuming they continue to stay healthy, do they start to do that a little bit more and get these other guys in here? Well, so um, just to just, you know, a little bit of perspective, the Avs are now 10 points up on LA who's fifth place right now. So in the playoffs. Yeah, what I'm saying, I only mentioned that because that separation has happened. There there are 26 games remaining in the season. You have to start to wonder, okay, how much do you dedicate to chasing down Vegas? And like going for first. You want to win the division. They're competitive. Of course they want to win the division. But balancing those two things, uh you know, look, Vegas, Vegas is just, they're not going to go quietly into the good night here. That's a really good goddamn hockey team. I mean, <sighs> yeah, let's, let's be real. This two game series coming up against Vegas could determine a lot on how the Avs decide to play out the rest of their season. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they go into it, let's just, I, I would assume each team has one more game before they play this weekend. I'm pretty sure. Um, Let's just say that each team wins and there's a three-point cushion and the Avs lose both games and now it's a seven-point cushion with just two head-to-head games remaining. you kind of chilling in second at place that, at that, at that point. point right? yeah. You could probably just start to make your focus on second place and, like, look, if you chase down Vegas, amazing. But then I think you could probably safely start to look at it and say, okay, let's – you know, they've got six games against St. Louis to go. There's a lot to happen here. There's a lot still to go on here. Yeah. yeah I thought tomorrow was the last game against Arizona. I, I was so disappointed to find out they got two more games against this team coming up in April. Well, so, so it's, it's tomorrow and then two more. Yeah. Like middle of April, they play them again. I'm good with that. We can, uh, we can talk about that. Turning into free points, man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, if you want to win some free money, head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, where this week you can bet $1 to win $100 on any sports team in the tournament right now. You think Oral Roberts can win again? Bet a dollar on him, win 100 You think they're running into a buzzsaw? Bet a dollar against them, win 100 bucks. It's that easy with DraftKings. Make sure you use code DNVR when you sign up to get that opportunity to pick any team still in the tournament for your shot to win 100 bucks for just a risk of $1. Of course, you can also get amazing odds boosts on hockey, basketball, 
football, baseball, esports. I don't even sports that I've never even heard of. You can go in there and bet on. So they got you covered in pretty much any way imaginable. Evans, uh, Miko for the rocket bet, looking better and better every Sorry. single day. It's getting, it's getting real. <laughs> getting interesting. So you never know. You can't win if you don't bet. That's all. That's all I'll say about that. You can also get amazing UFC odds. Just be sure to check their odds boosts when you do sign up on the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app with that DNVR code to let them know that we sent you. Again, you get a chance to win 100 bucks for $1 for a limited time only. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. And we are also sponsored by Gabby Insurance. You're looking to... Get a little bit of money, save a little bit of money to put it over in to DraftKings Sportsbook. Gabby Insurance can save you a whole bundle of it. I know it saved AJ 340 some dollars. It saved other people at the company up to like $1,600. The average user saves $961 over at Gabby. So be sure to check it out while you can. They don't sell your information. They don't do anything like that. It's a completely free service where you can see what is the best insurance option for you. So head on over to Gabby Insurance. That's G-A-B-I Insurance or rather, excuse me, it's gabi.com. Don't even need the insurance. Gabby.com slash DNVR, again, to let them know we sent you. And get yourself all hooked up. Don't overpay for car and home insurance. Go to Gabby instead. And, of course, last but not least, Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. If you struggle with migraines like I do, it can really help with that. Aches and pains, IBS, other stuff as well. It's been great. You can give it a try today. Use code DNVR20 to get 20% off on your first order. If it's your second purchase, you can get 25% off with code DNVR25. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. There you go. If you're looking for ways to help, the Colorado Healing Fund can help the families impacted by the Boulder shooting. Go give all your money to them instead of super chatting us. Uh, So, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Episode one tomorrow night. I'm excited to see how he does. Um, I mean, getting out of Buffalo and seeing what he looks like behind an actual structured team will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the team plays, too. We saw the last Miska game. He was des- the, the team was desperate. They were afraid to give up anything on goal because they were afraid he was going to go in. So Pretty clearly. You know? Yeah, I mean, I guess they haven't committed to anything, but yeah, I'd be surprised if it wasn't him tomorrow. Uh, obviously, you traded for him for a reason because yeah. you think he, you believe in the guy. So it'll be interesting. I, yeah, it's it's really going to come down to the team in front of him because we've seen with Miskin and Nat, they kind of, you know, I, I just think back to that overtime goal uh, against Anaheim where they were selling out to block every shot because they didn't trust what was happening behind him. So um, mm-hmm. I've never watched Johansson play goalie ever, to be honest. There's so. a decent chance he did. He made his NHL <laughs> debut against the Avs. Okay then. Yep. So, first, uh, the first NHL shot on goal that he ever faced was against Miko Rantanen, and it went in. Oh, 
All right, then. So, <laughs> yeah. So I guess it'll be interesting to see at reading the scouting report from his goalie coach. The one thing I found interesting was about how, you know, he he's a big guy, but he maybe necessarily doesn't train to play that way. So I guess that's going to be, I guess, a little bit interesting to see. But, yeah, it, you know, I guess they're looking for anything as a backup. So we'll see. And I, I would imagine he's going to get that start tomorrow. Evan, AJ, are you more of a star platinum or more of an ebony devil kind of guy? I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I'm staying out of this. <laughs> for fear of what comes next, just naturally from Rudo, I'm, I'm staying out of this. No, this is this is just weeb shit. You're fine. Okay. I abs- <laughs> I'm definitely abstaining. <laughs> anyway, the... Here's the thing about the Johansson experiment that we're about to go into. There's a very real chance that you don't see more than, even if he plays extremely well, you don't see this guy for more than five games in an avalanche jersey. So, I mean, you look at the schedule and you look at the back-to-backs and, you know, if if Francois is ever going to come back. We're only down to like a month and a half left for Frankie to come back. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, but there's not a lot of spots on the schedule where you're really excited about putting him in goal. Maybe every Anaheim game. (laughs) Yeah. When they made this trade, my first thought was, do they have some information on Frankie that they're just not telling us? Like, is he, just gonna show up like someday i asked this question privately and no tipping of the hand yeah the abs i I will say what i was what i was told is that the abs do legitimately like Jonas johansson (laughs) i swear to god we like this guy (laughs) they they really they really do like like they targeted him and were this is the guy that they like for maybe beyond the season Beyond real, beyond the season with Werner and Annan and in the system, that's crazy. Well, if Frankie misses this entire year, yeah, I'm Frankie needs to get his cells at work going. All right, he needs to get his cute little platelets doing their thing, yeah, and and fixing his body. All right, I, it is true he is the second Jonas Johansson to play for the Avs. Uh, they did draft one back in the first yeah. round a million years ago. Yep. Who played one game for them. Not a good draft pick. <clears throat> I think he was involved in the Connor Walchuk trade. I that don't, is correct. I, oh, 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 is it? Yes. You know that off the top of your head? All right, great. I, there was a tweet about it earlier today. That's the only oh. reason I know. Cheetle! <laughs> <laughs> so, I... <laughs> the jury is out, and even if it's not great, I just don't know how much impact this will actually have. Just give up three goals and stop. <laughs> there there just you go. Up, just give up three and we'll just see how it goes. Just, yeah, just stop giving away points. You know, that's really all I care about, you know. But I'm, we, it, we say that in Miska outside of that fifth game, through the four games he finished, they got four of eight points out of those games. Yeah, but it could have been. There was a couple points here and there. That's, I guess, yeah. the whole thing is that. Well, that's that's where you look at it, and you're like, realistically, that's where the nine and zero comes in on their homestand. 
and then they're with Vegas, right? Then they're right there with Vegas, and that's. Yeah. And I see the chat. I don't even know if I want to acknowledge a lot of the things being said in there. I'm not, they are yes, all I over the it. place tonight. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I keep I I keep seeing the stuff about the second line not working, and I'm just assuming that this is memory at work because that's. I love that. Kadri went weeks like getting these great A scoring chances and then not going and then just pucks are just banking off him and now like, <laughs> what did that puck hit his chest and go in tonight? This, like, is, this, is what we, this is what we talked about though of like they, they just weren't getting breaks. They were doing everything right. They were getting all of the kind of scoring chances that you want and it just wasn't happening and now like nonsense is just going in. Certainly no DNVR anime coming anytime soon. But uh I have anything to say about it. <laughs> I mean, look, there might be some idea in the works down the line that's not DNVR anime, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> As AJ rubs his forehead painfully. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's how much does this next game matter? <laughs> At none? Uh, true, some? Man. This lighting does make me look like an egg. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. Who said that? <laughs> Someone in the chat must have. It's uh, true. I mean... what, but the Avs are still alive when it comes to the 12 and four dream. In, in fact, if they Almost, sort of, because uh, if they win, if they win tomorrow, it's 12, three and one. Well, right. If they get to overtime with Jojo and net, it's true. at worst. It's 11, three and two, which is the same points yep. as 12 and four. It's true. It's true. So, after that, I mean, look, the Avs kind of got to where they needed to be on this homestand. They got right, and everybody feeling real good about this hockey team right now, to say the least. Yeah, they're going to lose a game uh, at some point. There's a decent chance it's against Vegas, and people are just going to be mad. Like, they're going to be like, oh, they can't win the games that matter. And it's like, oh, boy. We just came off a seven or eight game winning streak. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not too worried about it right now. Um, they're playing good hockey. They're playing quality hockey. Whatever happens tomorrow happens. They should win, but it's fine. Yo, I haven't actually kept up with the JoJo show. You're telling me there's a guy named Kenny G whose stand is tenor sacks. Great. All right. Anime people get out of here with this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> is Jojo an anime? Is that what this whole yes, thing is? Yes, it's about? an anime. <laughs> oh, when I hit hear Jojo, I guess I'm aging myself. I'm thinking of like this pop singer who had like two songs in the mid 2000s. Yep. Talking about like Casey and Jojo? No, I was not thinking about them, but now um, I am. Somebody <laughs> linked me a tweet for, from her of her song. Like, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Let's let's wrap up our final thoughts on this hockey game. The Avs is a team right now. Just stay out of your own way right now, right? Just keep rolling. Yeah. I mean, this was a this was a really good team effort, a really good win. 
we'll see what happens tomorrow. And when you win seven in a row, you know a bad night is coming. Yep. There's, you can't win them all. You, the yeah. winning streak can't last forever. It's just, it's just a matter of is it is it gonna are they gonna get a point? Like like what does it look like? So that's all. I'm, that, that's that's all he's got to say. Yeah. When it's either it's either gonna be. It's either it's either going to be great. It's going to work out. They're going to keep on. They're going to keep on winning. We're going to have the huge series against Vegas, or they lose tomorrow after winning seven in a row, and you're just kind of like, well, all right, whatever. My hot take is I think Grubauer's playing tomorrow. I think they've been cagey as hell you, about all you of this. Think they're, with and Vegas I think, coming and, up, they're going to just ride Grub. I just don't. I think Bedner is looking at it and he's like, Vegas is not losing games. He's in such a rhythm right now. We can get away with it. Next, you know, get get to next week uh, where they've got, I think, Anaheim again next week, and then, you know, give 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 him a week behind practicing behind the abs, getting an idea of what the systems look like, whatever, and then give him the Anaheim game off, knowing that Ryan Miller is still probably playing in that game. I, my my hot take is that Grubauer is just gonna just start the next three <laughs> games, yeah. just going. Yeah, but they're gonna try and bank all these points. So all right. we'll we'll see. Evan, can you beat that uh, hot take? Maybe. I, I'm just thinking back to last year when they got Hutchinson and just like tossed him in there. They're like, whatever, you don't even have a helmet yet. Just go play. Yeah, they tossed <laughs> him in there against Detroit, though. Well, Arizona can't score goals. So. I mean, Miska's win did come against Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just I guess saying. I, I guess I could see it because of how cagey they've been, but I, if to me, it's like this is Arizona. You should not, don't risk it. Like, this is your only goalie. Don't even be stupid about this. Just play. I'm not going to call him JoJo because I'm not going to go with the stupid nickname. Just call him play Joe Johansson. Joe Jonas, uh, also acceptable. <laughs> I'm going to call him by his full human name, Johansson. I'm not going to go with some other name, but just play him. Just just put him in there. This is why you traded for the guy. Just get it over with and see what you have. And Yes. The handover of the umbrella. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. <laughs> Chat. You maniacs gave us $250 last Saturday. So I have to wear the jorts again. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, do, it <laughs> do you guys want me to do that this Saturday? Or what's uh, what do you want for that chat? Because I'm, you guys I'm want working this. whatever game that is. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. up to chat. If chat says this Saturday, I'll wear them Saturday. If chat says a different day, I'll wear them that day. It doesn't matter to me. Uh. <laughs> You're wearing them so, right now, aren't you? You're just not telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday is going to be kind of a big day. Um, yeah, there's Alex a lot New- of stuff. Going Alex on. Newhook goes against Notre Dame at 11 a.m. Then the abs are at one, and then Sample Ranta and Tyler Weiss at 7 p.m. that night. Yep. So I'm planning on being at the bar the entire yeah. day. Saturday. We're just going <laughs> to hang out and watch college hockey once the Evs game is over. So. Yeah, I'm going to wa- hang out, watch college hockey before the game, and then the Avs game, and then hang out and watch college hockey that night, and potentially try and see if the Avs sign anybody to an ELC that day. All it's right. not. It's not really their style. They usually wait a day or two to let that guy chill. But 
I, I have a feeling the, uh, the set is going to be set up in single day <laughs> this Saturday, yeah. but I will wear the jorts this Saturday. What so. AJ is trying to say is don't wear them Saturday because he has to be around them all day. He yeah. survived last time. Maybe, you're... maybe wear them on Thursday. No, because we're not going to be in studio on Thursday. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, if you're one of the crazy people that actually paid money for me to do this and you want to see it in person, come to the bar on Saturday and you'll get to see the jorts. I thank you, I guess, for the donations, but the, you asked for this. That's all I'm going to say. I don't understand the desire to see Rudolph yeah, jorts. I don't, I don't get it at all. Hey, <laughs> I don't get it either, but I will take the donos. So... I just don't get it. <laughs> we appreciate all of y'all very, very much. Be sure to like and subscribe to the video that does a ton for us on YouTube. Really appreciate it. If you do, you can hit the bell to get notifi notified even every single time we go live. Of course, if you can't watch live, you can always catch us after the fact, both on YouTube or in whatever podcast listener you would like. Yeah, that's all I got. Chat, you were totally wild and off the chain tonight. I know it's it's DNVR after dark, but you know, things got a little crazy tonight. We'll be back again at these ungodly hours tomorrow. Until then, have a good rest of your evening, I guess. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places.